Well, there's only a couple of those cops who are pieces of shit. <laughs> and there weren't any big riots here, so it was very, very peaceful protests. We had a very small, peaceful one here as well. And we were shocked that it was not an anti-protest protest. Yeah. We thought for sure there were people out there with guns. Yep, same here. Earth was very modest, reflective of the town. Mm. And somehow, mm. you're right, there was no counter-protest. I didn't, I didn't even know what was happening. I mean, the closest one that got a slight bit ugly was Harrisburg. And today I didn't hear anything. I think it was just... What day is today? Right, Tuesday. Sundays was got ugly. I feel like I'm doing this show every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to edit it. Yeah, it's yeah, double I for know. me. I can imagine. I was going to say, it, it, now that you've said that, I feel like there's a sliding scale, but I am I definitely support Jared. The one thing that I hate about doing this show is we are just flush with material every week. <laughs> like, almost more than we can cover. That's, that's just, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm annoyed at The Daily Show, or not the, uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, because he records at 6 p.m. It's like, that was, you know, 24 hours ago. What the hell? <laughs> so much has changed since then. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 197 of the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, June 2nd, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. Um, Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. A depressed Jared. Oh, I'm just spent. Spent on this everything. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, so, if you haven't guessed, on this podcast we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense. And give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join our conversation, go to patreon.com slash profanearg and sign up, and you can chat with us live while we record. Or if you can't do that, go to facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet to us at profanearg. Uh, this week we'll be talking about, hey, we'll be talking about social media, YouTube, Facebook, but first, and before we get into the national news, I did want to mention, because I'm going to forget if I don't do it right away, we were contacted by a guy named Alan Wood. He was the founder of Weekend Gardener at weekendgardener.net is his website. He has some information, a survey on his site of uh, Americans and how they demonstrate how COVID-19 has changed pot smokers' habits and the perception. If you want to... Take a look at that. We're not related. No business between the two websites, but just thought I'd mention it. He has some interesting information. Hmm. I figured Ian so, could just tell us. I was going to say, so <laughs> if I've already used the, the site to order things, does that make your statement less true? <laughs> <laughs> There's no business relationship between Profane Argument and The Weekend Gardener. I don't think that changes. All right. So. <laughs> Any independent action of profane argument co-hosts. <laughs> exactly. Unrelated. Uh, did you know that this was happening, Ian, or was this completely, you just did it on your no, own? I, I, no, I, I, saw, I saw the script and immediately followed the link. Oh. <laughs> uh, the URL is weekendgardener.net, I believe. It is. And uh, it was being asked on Discord, so. Uh, okay. Another thing that I wanted to start with, I guess we'll just get get right into this. This is a quote from 
Paul Fidalgo on the uh, Center for Inquiry, where I get a lot of the news stories. He says, imagine a once powerful country now ruled by a failed TV showman being propped up by religious fundamentals. The nerves of the country laid bare by disease and economic collapse. It's eating itself alive as militarized police, which already targets a particular minority group for persecution and abuse, respond to the exercise of free expression with new levels of violent ferocity, arresting and assaulting members of what was once a free press and sparing no mercy for even children or the elderly. Wouldn't want to live in that country. Sounds awful. That's a real wordy way of saying shit's fucked up and people are pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> I thought it was a good summary. It was. It was. I think. I think things are... I don't know. I feel like... Every timeline, I feel like things are getting a little bit worse. I think they're getting worse faster than I'm acknowledging how worse they're getting. Mm. It really is amazing, especially with last night. So just to get right into the, the Trump stuff, last night, his forcing the uh, the protesters down, like physically causing the police to clear the streets so that he could walk across and do I mean, they're calling it a photo op, which I guess basically it was. It was, it was just him showing force, right? And right right prior to doing that, pronouncing that he was going to use national federal force in states if the states don't do something themselves. I mean... Against your own citizens. Yep. Yeah. Your yeah. army against your own citizens. That's... I mean, it's I bad like enough we've that the, the finish line. Yeah. It's bad enough that the police are so militarized anyway, but now we're actually looking at actual military. <laughs> well, what we're looking at probably is um, martial law. It's where he's taking us uh, on a logical path, where the you know the civil laws no longer apply, where the courts are shut down and the military runs things because of you know civil unrest and COVID. You combine those two together, he can make a case for martial law, or you know make the excuse for martial law. Well, now I'm going to ask this question. I know that it's not going to apply to Trump whether he can or cannot, but can he by law? Just send in the national, the army into a state without declaring na- martial law. Without declaring martial law, no. Okay, he can't. Um, well, by law, he can't. But, but, well, right, that's right. True. <laughs> so this is kind of. I mean, like again, I don't. You know, he shoots his mouth off. I don't think he's really going to do that anyway. But uh, if he did, this would be a real interesting time to see if the army was just a bunch of robots, or if they actually are like, hey, aren't we supposed to be defending these people? So the last time that martial law was really declared in a significant way was um, in Hawaii at the beginning of World War II. And it was held from December 7th, 1941 to October 24th, 1944. So for three years, Hawaii was under martial law, which meant no governor, no no mayors, just military, no courts. And if you uh, were arrested, you were uh, tried in military court. So there is a precedent for this. We've done it not that long ago. And he does things that are shocking and appalling, and why not this? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jeff just posted a picture of the National Guard being deployed on Sunset Boulevard. I'm curious, I mean, was there a governor request there? Was there, you know, state of emergency declared? Yeah, National Guard, um, they've been deployed in a whole bunch of different states. They are trained to work with the police. The difference is the the, the military is, is trained to fight wars. They're not trained to be military police to, to be policemen, other than the military police. I mean, but they you, are have. You guys don't think Trump's gonna be rolling tanks up fucking streets, do you? 
Sure, why not? Eh, I don't think so. I'm sure he'd love to. I don't think he's going to do it. Well, remember, if he declares martial law, there's no voting. Right. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. is going to be a fucking mess, though, if he does that. I mean, I mean so? can kiss the country goodbye. Yes, but he'll still be in charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't even know if even if the military would stand for that shit. Th- that's the big The question. military, which is renowned for its individuality and free thinking? No, no, no. The military that's fine shooting people outside this country. I don't know how they're going to feel if you have them stationed out. I mean, it, I don't know. You tell me, Ray. Well, that's the thing. A voice of dissent in the military is uh, difficult. I mean, you would have oh, to I understand. have a I understand that. Really, you'd have to have a general voicing dissent. And then, I mean, he can he can be, you know, put out of the way very quickly. All right. Then you're no longer general of that. You're, you know, I'll be putting somebody else in charge. Right. Um, and like is being said on Discord, there's already military helicopters flying over the protesters late last night. They flew over and they hovered over the protesters to cause so much wind to cause people to disperse. Mm. So the idea of a tank on the street isn't, I mean, we're not no. that far from there right now. Right. It's, it's, I was going to say, it's alarmingly realistic. Yeah, if my hopes are relying on military people not following orders and mm. Trump showing restraint... Is that is that where my hopes are hinging? Oh no no we're, no, no. we're Tr- doomed. <laughs> well, I mean, Ray, as a member of the military, and maybe I know we've got a couple else that are that are listeners. One of the rules that um, you are to follow is that you follow the Constitution. That is that is the root of the rules that you follow. And if you are given an unlawful order, what are you supposed to do? Man, you're asking me to go back and go way back and, uh, you know, recollect the Uniform Code of Military Justice. I really, I, I mean, I mean, I was, I wasn't all that good on it when I was in the military. <laughs> I mean, they teach you that stuff in basic and, uh, you know, you're mostly half asleep when, when you're getting those. Um, really all, as, as, I mean, I was enlisted. Mm-hmm. So the idea of, uh, following the Constitution was not really part of what the training is. Mm. You're supposed to follow orders. If you're in an officer training, that you know that may be different, and you you take an oath to follow the Constitution. For for an enlisted personnel, that's not really. I mean, you're supposed to know the difference between right and wrong and make moral decisions. You know, if somebody's going and killing civilians, yeah, you need to to not do that and to you know to speak up, but. It's it's all about the chain of command then at that point. Sure, right. I guess they don't want the the enlisted man to have the the moral ambiguity questions rolling around in their head all the time. Right. So right. if it's if it's in the gray zone, just follow orders. I understand and that's probably simple when you're overseas, but to say okay, now stand here on the street and spray these peaceful protesters with rubber bullets. Mm. I, I mean, but I so, don't know. I, I don't they know. Are, I, they are. I was going to say they are dissidents and domestic terrorists. These people are trained to defend the Constitution from threats abroad and domestically. I really hope you're not right. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying I hope you're not right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just hoping yeah. you are. I mean, it's yeah, it's the middle management in the, in the military that we got to pin our hopes on. The, and these, the more- I'm sorry, Karen. These same fucking military guys are going to follow Trump, who shits all over the military. Yeah, well, that's why I brought it up last week. Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, it, it, like, it, it's the middle management in the military that we have to pin our hopes on. They're better educated than the enlisted. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, right. It's, not it's absolutely true. Yeah. You have to have a, de- a college degree to be an officer. So, right. yeah. 
So you, you had some training in critical thinking and you are charged with giving orders and have a, you're closer to the decision making a point of, you know, is this lawful? So yeah, could he hire, could he fire all of the, you know, three star generals, four star generals? Yes, he can. But he still needs to convince the next layer down, and there's a lot of them, to follow these unlawful law, uh, rule, unlawful orders. So, uh. I don't know. Last, even last night, he had the chairman of the Joint Chiefs walking the street in D.C. and supervising the National Guard. That is not the chairman of the Joint Chiefs' job. Right. I mean, that's clear. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs is supposed to be a strategic commander in the White House, not commanding forces on the street. Like, that's just... But he he was there because Trump or, uh, well, I'm assuming Trump told him that that's what he needed to do. Well, tough guy, you're the commander in chief. Why don't you get on a horse and lead the fucking charge with the well, National that's what Guard? He did la- that's what he did last night when he walked across, you know, Franklin Park, whatever it's called. And to be clear, I mean, this is a link that I actually uh, tweeted out on the uh, Prohuman Argument Twitter feed earlier today. The 82nd Airborne Division paratroopers is um, has been deployed near Washington, D.C. It happened yesterday. But is this to protect the president? I mean, and I understand that you got to, you know, get him in the bunker. You well, know? that's the whole reason yeah. we had that whole fiasco yesterday, because he was called out as being a coward and hiding in the bunker. So <laughs> the, that whole thing yesterday was just a show of power. That um, and that he never walks across the park. That's that was insane. It didn't make any sense until that fact. Uh, I was reminded of that that he was called coward. So this was his reaction. I'm going to put down all these people, get them out of the way, and then walk across the park because I'm I'm a brave I'm a brave little boy. <laughs> I love the one image of him walking, and it's right next to graffiti that says "fuck Trump." Yep. <laughs> That, that almost made it worth it. Another thing from the military, uh, the Air Force has multiple uh, Predator drones in the air above the country currently. Um, one, the first one was spotted, not spotted phys- physically, but picked up on the local air traffic control um, over Minneapolis right after, uh, right after the killing. Um, they're, in theory, unarmed, and they're for crowd monitoring, but there are Predator drones Above the crowds, as we speak. In multiple cities or in Washington? Um, in Minneapolis, Washington, uh, L.A., or the ones that I heard about. I wouldn't be surprised Philadelphia. It's been yeah, quite Philly's cantankerous. Been so, yeah. Well, go ahead and institute martial law. I'm sure that will calm things down, buddy. Well, yeah. yeah. C- cancel the election. I'm sure that will go swimmingly. Yeah. It's going to be Mad Max out there if that happens. Yeah, pretty much. What? One thing that I don't think many people had mentioned, his photo op in front of that church, they not only cleared the streets, but also kicked out priests and volunteers out of the church so that he could do that. Right. Well, not out of, they were on the porch of the church where he went. Right. They were, they were just outside and Hmm. yeah, they they were forced to, to leave. With, by tear gas and yeah, and rubber bullets. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing that, that that happened. And then he goes up. And holds the Bible in the most awkward way. I've never seen anybody hold a book like that. He's like he'd never held a book before. Well, it traveled across the square in Ivanka's purse. So. <laughs> and I don't, what was the point? Like, <laughs> Oh, he, people, people, his supporters loved it. I saw them on Facebook. That's my president. Heart sign. Really? Yeah. I didn't even see any of that. Interesting. He's tough on crime. 
And I'm just like, again, I don't know what, I don't understand Trump's motives. Like, okay, I mean, yeah, those people are very happy. You've probably lost a few more supporters with this move, but (laughs) you didn't get, I doubt he gained any. No. Yeah. No, he he definitely lost people. I mean, the, um, I don't know, deacon of that church? I don't remember what it was. Some officiant in that church went on CNN going, he did not ask me if he could do that. She was pissed. No, uh, I think she's. The, I think she was the bishop. Bishop, that's it. For the that deacon, area. bishop, yeah. whatever. <laughs> well, bishop's a little higher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, another thing, uh, we we I did say we wanted to mention Twitter and Facebook. So Twitter, this just mm. happened. I think it was right after we recorded last week that uh, Twitter started flagging some of the president's tweets as being. Well, they didn't flag them as untrue. They just flagged them and said, if you would like to see the truth about this, click here. <laughs> right. Little fact checks. Subtle. Yeah. Which then, of course, caused Trump to promise that, uh, you know, Twitter would pay for being so political and anti-Republican. Yes, that was just this week, Rich. <laughs> Seems like forever ago, I know. But then Facebook decided... They were going to do the exact opposite. Mark Zuckerberg went on to the uh, state TV Mm. and said he promised that Facebook would never, ever do such a thing. They would never uh, fact check the president, I guess. Fact check anybody? Yeah. But they will take down um, a political cartoon group on Facebook repeatedly. Political cartoons. I follow it, and they been they vanish every once in a while. Then they come back. They're like, "Yep, another two weeks. Sorry, hmm. we're back." <laughs> oh yeah, the Zucks all in with Trump. Yeah, all in. Ever since wow. Elizabeth Warren said she wanted to uh, tax billionaires, break him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's time for a yeah. new social media platform to rise. MySpace. Bring back MySpace, <laughs> Friendster. Shit, give Google Plus a try. <laughs> they shut down Google Plus. <laughs> I didn't like any of those. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I didn't like Facebook either, but that's where everybody seemed to land. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same boat. Like, it's not like I was like, oh, Facebook is so innovative. I'm just like, whatever, this is it? Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Is this what we're doing? (laughs) All right, I'm on board. Is this where I found out about my high school reunion? Fine. (laughs) (laughs) So Grinchax asked if uh, anyone noticed if Susan Collins was deeply disturbed (laughs) by Trump's conduct. (laughs) (laughs) Did she claim that? Yes. I, he was asking. I actually uh, had no idea. I was hoping that that happened. <laughs> she she is a good, you know, a good uh, sounding board against, uh, is the GOP, is it having any impact on the GOP whatsoever? Well, how does Susan Collins, because if she doesn't, then right. I get nobody does. Oh, does she feel that he learned a lesson and won't do it again? <laughs> <laughs> nope. She just went home, drank a bottle of wine and passed out. <laughs> said, I'm losing this election. <laughs> Oh, yeah. there you go. Susan Collins criticized Trump's treatment of prote- protesters. So there you go. She did actually criticize it. Mm. So she's not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah all the ones coming. I mean, yeah, all the ones coming out of woodwork that are like, oh shit, I got, <laughs> I, I can't side with this motherfucker. I'm going to lose. But when it comes down to the vote, <laughs> I'll do whatever I need to do. Right, because he holds the purse strings to their re-election. Uh, they're, I, I, at least, I don't know about Murkowski, but I'm pretty sure Susan Collins is fucking toast. Oh, yeah. I think a number of them are mm. fucking toast. I did see that Amy McGrath is uh, pushing real close on uh, mm. pulling a, a point or two ahead in Kentucky of McConnell. Uh, did so. you see the uh, Lincoln Project commercial on McConnell? Hmm. Uh, I don't recall oh, that. It was great. It was about, um, it just, it has a, a quick 
like capsule of his career. He's like 35 years ago when he started, he was a nobody. And now he's the fifth richest senator, you know, in in Congress. And he's like, also, Kentucky is 43rd in education, mm-hmm. 45th in employment for like they're like, so while Mitch gets rich, we get nothing. <laughs> Time to move on, Kentucky. Yeah. Hashtag Rich Mitch. Yeah. That's that why a good I, commercial. That's why I yeah. love it when Cuomo's like, New York puts into that national kitty, kitty more than any other fucking state. Kentucky takes out the most out of yeah. the bottom yeah. fifth. <laughs> Here's the thing yeah. that's bothering me about this. I feel like Mitch is just like super quiet and doesn't seem too concerned. I mean, again, I don't live in Kentucky. I don't know if he's doing a lot of ads, but I just have a feeling like the night of the election, he's going to like flip a switch and fucking counties are just going to run out of power or so, 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 like he's like I got this covered. I don't care about this woman. She ain't gonna stop me. <laughs> he's gonna go around all the vote polling places, kicking plugs out and shit. <laughs> yeah, nope. I think I think Karen Karen enlightened us that at the head of the show. There's there's gonna martial law for the next three years. <laughs> the one image in uh, Discord about the Clone Wars I find very interesting. <laughs> Clone Wars have begun. Wait, yeah. three three years, but then how does he get Don Junior into office? Oh, I mean, who knows? I mean, he could. <laughs> since they said Clone Wars, he he could resolve dissolve the Galactic Senate by then. Oh, and just okay. Have the local regional governors cover their area? <laughs> yeah. He's just going to take a page out of Putin's playbook. Mm. Oh, yeah. he Before he, you know, cleared out the, the park in front of the White House yesterday, he did talk to Putin. I hadn't heard this, really. Yeah. Yeah, they had a phone conversation yesterday before that happened. Now, I don't know if they talked about this and, you know, tactics to use. Who knows? But, yeah, suppose that's – I read – I heard, I heard they had a conversation yesterday. Hmm. So one of the things that I think has been, I don't know, in my Facebook feed, and I think it's been kind of prominent in the uh, conservative voice recently, is the idea of nationalism. The idea that the protesters are against the nation, uh, that they're doing things that are illegal. Therefore, it's completely, since, since rioters are looting and burning, that's totally un-American, therefore they're all un-American, and that the protesters should be shut down. Uh, one thing that went along with that idea is Trump once again urged governors to make laws, which is not quite how that works, but mm-hmm. um, against burning the flag. He said flag burning is a disgrace. We have a different court now. If you want to try and pass a very powerful flag burning statue, anti flag burning, I hope you do it because I will back you 100%. Now, the idea that the reason that this is, is worrisome is not because I like burning flags, but because burning flag is, is a method of protesting. It is one, it, it, burning a flag doesn't mean you hate the country. It means you need, you feel that you need to do something about what's happening to your country. You need to make a statement. Yeah. It's an exercise of free speech. They should all uh, watch Futurama. That one episode with the flag mm. eating. Where Zoidberg eats the flag. <laughs> that was a good episode. Uh, you know, I don't understand. I never understood flag shit. I, I don't understand how the flag becomes the embodiment of everything and needs to be cradled and it can't touch the ground. And there's actual special laws in the book that probably haven't been enacted where you can't mangle it in any certain way to make a material out of it you know like what is the deal well it's It's enforced it's enforced patriotism and enforced idolization when people have idols they rally around them it's the whole reason that religion works same thing 
I guess. I mean, I just don't understand like why it's why it's that and not something else. It's a symbol. No. I mean, you could you could take a fucking cardboard thing and write the United States sucks big donkey dong. <laughs> I mean, it says it right there, and that's not as bad as taking the flag and letting it hit the ground by accident. No, that's and a this, symbol. And this fucking mm-hmm. idiot wants to make it a law. That's what he. That's what he's worried about. Right. Yeah. Dude, I don't know what his re-election plan is. I just don't understand. <laughs> he's not in any way, shape, or form trying to appeal to anybody on the other side. Yeah, at, at this point, I don't think he is, and that worries me, because <laughs> it means he has Plan B in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know if that's true. I mean, if you remember, like, it was like a month ago or so, he talked to the guy that he hired to uh, be his pollster and campaign manager, and the campaigner's like, you're not doing so well. You're fucking losing pretty badly to Biden in a lot of areas. And Trump threw a fit, and he was like, you got to be wrong, and this and that, and then threatened to sue the guy. For not co- for not coming back with good proper uh, poll numbers, Polls. which leads me to believe him. Like, is he that fucking insulated that he thinks he has a majority yeah. of the country on his side? I think he did. I don't know if he does anymore. I don't. What would have changed in a? This is a month ago, Karen. <laughs> well, remember he surrounded himself with yes men, so he surrounds himself with people who pat him on the head and tell him he's doing a good job. So every once in a while, reality intrudes. This I'm thinking is a reality intrusion. The last couple of days, what the protests? Yeah. He pro- but he doesn't but it's he doesn't think this is about him even though I'm sure everything is about him. Oh, so he thinks the pro but <laughs> the people can't be protesting him. Well, that's the that's the conundrum he's got. Yeah. Right. I certainly don't profess to understand what the fuck is happening in his brain. I mean, I, 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 I'm <laughs> really starting to believe that he is just that fucking insulated in that when he turns on CNN, he cannot believe what they're saying because everybody's with him. Right. Well, he listens to Fox News most of the time, remember. They, you know, pat him on the head and tell him he's doing a great job. And then every once in a while, he'll go over to CNN and listen to those strange lies that don't make any sense. Because everybody that walks into his office tells him how what a wonderful job he's doing. All the TV that he watches in the morning, Fox and Friends, tell him he's doing a wonderful job. Every once in a while, they give him a tisk-tisk, so he knows that they're mm. being truthful. <laughs> but Then he rails on them. What the hell happened yeah. in that place? <laughs> right. But I see this from his supporters, too. You know, the country has spoken. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the country has spoken? with, And they agree with it? This is nuts. So I did, while we were talking, um, look up. And he, um, Putin and, and Trump did speak yesterday primarily about the G7 summit and how um, Trump is inviting Russia to the G7 summit, even though they're not a part of the G7. And um, Justin Trudeau said, mm, no, that won't be happening. So that's coming up soon at some point. That's the one that he wanted to have at Doral in Florida. Right. And everybody lost their minds momentarily. Where did you see about that? Do you have a link or anything? I do. I have a link on bostonglobe.com. Yeah, he, that is interesting. Can he do that? No. Can he invite Putin? Is, I, he, is he allowed to have one guest? <laughs> <laughs> He's my plus one. Uh, no. <laughs> well, he can't bring Melania. She won't smile on command, so... <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that gif, but at one point Trump told Melania to smile and she she nearly cracked a smile for a split second and it turned into a sneer. <laughs> this this was today? Yeah, this was today when he was at the uh Pope Paul church thing in Washington DC. I don't know what it is. Great, but that's he- probably part of our culture. She's Eastern European, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't they don't smile like that. They think people who smile are nuts. She likes she smiles at Justin Trudeau and she smiles at um Macron. That's uncontrollable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I smile when I see those guys. <laughs> Jesus, you see the mayor of Minneapolis? Whoo! He looks like a mini Trudeau. Uh, I did not. All right, I'm going to move on to some, I mean, it's related stuff, but it's under the coronavirus. So, again, if you're looking for coronavirus information, a uh, link to the dashboard, uh, the Center for Inquiry Coronavirus Resource Center, and the FDA's running list of phony COVID-19 products, those links are all on our website if you want to check it out. COVID uh, what? <laughs> I thought we fixed yeah. that. Corona yeah. who? What are, what are you talking about? Are these things? <laughs> You may have forgotten about it, but all the protest <laughs> most of the protesters oh. are actually wearing masks. So, <laughs> oh, I thought that's because they were all antifa. <clears throat> They're not all black masks. Probably, I'd say most of them are they look just like surgical masks. Mm, that terrorist organization that's not an organization, right? That is the <laughs> least organized <laughs> of any organization I've ever heard of. But under the coronavirus, uh, this story I found interesting. There are businesses. That have come out with rules saying that, sorry, no masks allowed. If you go into this business, um, they if you're wearing a mask, they, you will be asked to leave. Wow. I, uh, I'm just astounded by this. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I don't think I heard that right. If you're wearing a mask, you have to leave? Yes. yes. What? Well, uh, it, it's all, you know, it's all it's all a lie. So not, not much of a surprise. It's in Texas, but. Oh, I, I'm, that's fine. <laughs> what was that Ian? That's fine. <laughs> Karen said it was in Texas. I said, "All right, go nuts. They don't have anything I want. They don't have anything I need. They can they can refuse to bake a cake for homos all they want." <sighs> Fucking Texas. What a piece of shit that state is, too. Except Austin. I like Austin. Confused hippies. <laughs> They're good for nothing. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, my girlfriend lives in Austin. Jeez. Oh, Austin is the best. <laughs> the one quote that I found interesting was, if we're only allowed to be at 25% capacity, I want them to be the 25% of people that aren't pussies. <laughs> wow. I love how wearing a mask is a fucking political statement now. Yeah. That being if you put, put one on, you hate Donald Trump. Being scared yeah. all the time isn't good for your health. It suppresses your immune system. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking sheep. Oh my god! By the way, Texas wasn't the only place. There was also some sort of gas station in Kentucky. No one was <laughs> allowed inside the convenience store if they were wearing a mask. There was another one. I don't remember where it was, but there was a few different places that it came up. That yeah, these the, the owners of the of the businesses were so making the whole mask thing so political. You're not allowed inside if you're wearing a mask. That's just crazy. So, again, and I know I asked this question last week or the week before, there's nothing that's going to bring this country together, right? Just nothing. Everything, everything will get politicized somehow. Right. For the foreseeable future, yes. Yeah. Do these, do these, I wonder if these places saw an uptick in business. Oh, yeah, probably. Where there are like a lot of people like, I'm only going to get my gas down at Shucky's now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wondering what it does to their uh, legal liability. I mean, I mean, if somebody goes in, you know, if it, one of these is a bar, somebody goes into this bar, hangs out with their buddies for, you know, four hours on a Saturday night and gets COVID, is the bar liable? Can they be sued? Might put a quick end to it. I mean, what difference does it make? Though? I mean, you guys saw all the videos and pictures from Memorial Day, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, people were in gigantic crowds together with no masks doing shit. Right. I mean, in, in a big crowd spaced out a little bit with, you know, 
with fresh air and sunshine, eh, not as bad as sitting next to somebody in a bar for four hours. It's a bit different, but it's dangerous, yes, but not as dangerous. Right, but, I mean, it does seem as though these months that we spent taking precautions are disintegrating almost instantaneously. Yes, all for naught, as they say. Yes, yes, but, uh, I mean... Yeah, that's another one where I can just shrug my shoulders and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just wear my mask. And mm. I think hope it- that I don't get refused service at too many different places. I, I, I mean, the way that germs spread is very basic, mm. well understood by most people. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that the um, the time bought will has helped, even if we start spiking back up again, which we're going to, because people, the the medical facilities have a better understanding of what they need to do than they did in the beginning. They're more prepared now. A bunch of people will still die, but um hopefully right. we've we've bought ourselves a li- we've bought ourselves knowledge and time. So it's like my boy Cuomo says he's like we're almost at the finish line. Let's not stumble. Yeah. <laughs> people, I mean for fuck's sakes people. It's not that hard to wear a mask and just be I careful. Know. <laughs> yeah. I know you want to have a beer with your friends. You will. It's not forever. It's been 90 <laughs> days, you shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to go sit around, a, a, you know, an open pit fire somewhere, <clears throat> six feet away from each other, and share a couple of beers over the fire, that seems like a pretty safe thing to do. There'll be other Memorial Days, other Easter's, other July 4th. They're not, they didn't take these holidays away. Right. Just children. They're everybody's fucking children. This yes, is the are. kind of reaction I expect a child to have. Christmas is canceled. The world's over. <laughs> so while we're on wearing masks, uh, I want to hit this story. We started to talk about it before we started recording, and I I cut people off because I didn't. I wanted to. I wanted to have it recorded. So in Pennsylvania, GOP lawmakers have mm-hmm. tested positive for COVID nineteen and kept it secret for a week. Uh, there was a video that Brian's representative Brian Sims put out. He was irate, and I don't blame him, uh, just railing into these people. They argued for this week that everything was safe, we can reopen, we can go green, and it was the the moment that Pennsylvania going green passed is when they notified the Democratic Party that members of the GOP had tested positive. These people weren't wearing masks. They were on the floor. They were right next to the Democrats. They were walking around the room. The Sims said he held a door open for one of the gentlemen. No, never said a word. That oh, they the best, test- and the best part was they were self-quarantining themselves at home. Right. Yeah. And to be clear, they told it, they t- the GOP shared the information amongst themselves. They just didn't tell the Democrats. Yeah. In theory, every Republican knew. Yeah. They but told they the didn't pers- take it seriously, and they put everyone at risk. Right. And the couple of the, the Democrats, including Brian Sims, have reasons that this made them very mad. Not only were they possibly carrying this home to their kids, to their wives, to their elderly family members, but Brian Sims secretly donated a kidney in January, and he is susceptible to the virus and has serious reasons to not want to get sick right now. But he did it secretly because he was, he said he was holding that information because he didn't want to try and politicize giving a kidney away and use it for his election. 
So he said he was going to wait till after the election to announce it. But now he's he's telling people because they've they've put his life at, in risk. Yeah. And he made a good point, too. He's like, not just the people who work here, but then they bring it home to their families. Yeah. And he was like, one guy's wife is immunocompromised. I mean, what the fuck is going through these people's heads? Um, I feel what? like it's what every <laughs> villain in every movie has taught us, which is compassion is a weakness. Mm. And I feel like the GOP is just harnessing that to their absolute maximum benefit. Yeah. I, I, I think, again... As, as Jared pointed out, the division is too wide now. The division is is like I thought everybody was just a weird like conspiracy theorist or you naysayer when they're like, "Yep, it's just going to devolve into some kind of second civil war," and and it is. They were right. I was wrong. I apologize. Is if it- I see a car go over a bridge and the last thing I see is a t- Trump twenty twenty sticker on the bumper, I'm not picking up my phone. Fuck that guy. Let him drown. <laughs> Is is lack of compassion a learned behavior or innate? But I, oh, well, for Ian, it's been learned. <laughs> but, you, but, but you also need to look at it in, in a different light too. Is like I don't even know if it's a lack of compassion or it's more of I'm not going to get my agenda through if I let them know. You know, if we have to, you know, shut down the Congress and all go home and, and clean the place and everything like that, they're never going to believe that it's safe to go out. So we can't say anything. Mm. That their that their agenda is more important than anything else so the, Party first. yeah yeah so the money is more important than the lives of your co-workers parents maybe yeah or anybody maybe anything GOP, anybody maybe, yeah maybe 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 the gop has like a complete understanding of global warming and they're like well i better grab everything i can before we all go down oh, oh. you know that's true you yeah. know that you you those climate deniers they know that shit is real so the quietly They're just trying to throw people off the scent so that they can get a head start. The quietly selling their beachfront houses and buying houses in the Poconos? <laughs> Probably. Fuck yeah, they are. Oh my god, this week's been crazy. <laughs> yeah, a friend of ours is selling his house. He put it on the market, and three days later, after eight bids and people it got more than his asking price. Yeah, I'm curious nice. how much my house is worth now. <laughs> <laughs> people are moving to the country. But back to what we were saying. The really fucked up part is when you, and you're talking about a civil war, Ian, is that these the people, and I'm not just I'm not talking about the citizens. I'm talking about the people in power. Yes, right. They are the majority representing the minority of the country. Mm. And like I always say, more people think like we do. They may not seem like it because we're not the loudest and we're not the bitchiest. You know. If civil war to get pro- broken out, and I'm talking like a non-milit, there's no <laughs> – well, I don't know. I don't know how that would work in this day and age of civil war. But uh, there's definitely more of us. I mean, I, this is a big country. We could split it in half. <laughs> Easily. Well, we'd have to split it in – but the it was un-gerrymandered lines, though, is the problem. That's the whole point of gerrymandering is that you're dividing up the, the, the reds and, and, the, and, and the blues and minimizing the blues. But, yeah, I mean, the, the blue spots splotches of this country are – you know where we live in the middle of the state, the the cities, the place it places of higher education and cities where you have a melting pot of people. The rest and of the also country generate is the most money. Yes, I mean California makes more than most countries, right? Yes, they do. But it's as Jeff thing. said, we can't get Democrats to vote. You expect to to get out of the house to fight? Like it's just not uh, it's I, not going to happen. 
I've been impressed by the number of people that have been protesting across the country. I mean, everywhere. But it's not a, a preponderance of the people, though, as they say. Well, it's not that unified. Yeah. Like, like we it was hinted at before, people talk about Antifa being this terrorist organization. It would have to first be an organization. Right. Anybody can just say, I'm anti-fascist. Antifa. I'm anti-fascist. <laughs> and that, that, that's it. Like, there, there's really not much in the way of organization. Mm. As opposed to some of the right-wing stuff, which is really organized. But on top of that, like, they're just straight up blaming Antifa for this. Like, they're saying, like... I've heard, like, I could have sworn I heard Bill Barbie, like, you know, this is all being sparked by Antifa. It's like, they're making people riot and, and riling people up. Like, it wasn't the the guy who got killed. <laughs> right. I mean, Trump yesterday, when he did his little uh, speech before he walked across the park, the only organization that he mem- men- mentioned was Antifa. So, yeah, they are, they're being set up as the, as the, the fall guy for this. But no, but, but again. There is no organization. <laughs> again, nobody believes that. Except for dipshits who already would have believed it. Right. I think they've done the math and know they can't win, and now we're on plan B. We just are not privy to the details yet. But what is the plan? To to what? Round up all of Antifa? I'm in Antifa. I'm not in Antifa. Oh, I'm back in. What the (laughs) fuck does that mean? (laughs) No, the plan is to keep the country at this state of chaos until November so that we are afraid to vote. Or um, if that doesn't work, you know, they might declare martial law in a bunch of states. And if that doesn't work, they'll, they'll put off um, the election using some other made-up reason. There are a billion laws in this country. They'll find one that meets their needs. Right. But what I'm asking is I don't see how the Antifa thing helps them. Well, it's because they can label anything that way. Um, right. Like Grinch just posted in Discord, the Attorney General said, It appears the violence is planned, organized, driven, driven by anarchic and left extremist groups. Antifa-like tactics. It's a federal crime to cross state lines or to use interstate facilities to incite or participate in violent riot. This is their rhetoric. The idea that, oh, you came to here, you came here from out of state, we can lock you up. And uh, the, fa- okay, the fact okay. that, he, that Trump is now calling it a terrorist group, they don't even have to follow the law. They can follow the new law since 9-11. Mm. And that's interesting. It's especially interesting in in Washington, D.C., because Washington, D.C. is actually quite small. Most people in that area live in another state. So anybody that's protesting downtown D.C. is, by his definition, right there in that paragraph, is breaking federal law. Hmm. You know, I know that sounds good. I just feel like it's too smart of a plan for all these guys. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's too smart for Barr. If you mm. if we're talking solely about Trump, I would I would say you're correct. But I think I think Barr has some, you know, a little bit of brain and planning behind what he's doing. What is this motherfucker's angle? Power. Power. Money. Yeah. But he must yeah. have already had all that though. So, There's never enough. Never. Never. I have a I have a quote for you. The party seeks power for its own sake. We are not interested in the good of others. We are interested solely in power. What pure power means, you will understand presently. We are different from oligarchies of the past in that we know what we are doing. Any idea what that's from? Hmm. It certainly sounds applicable here. It's from George Orwell, 1984. Hmm. There's a bunch of quotes in that book that are scary at this point. Oh, yeah. And very, very accurate. Hmm. So I guess the real question is, how far 
can I ride my white privilege in the new regime? <laughs> and I mean that like like semi seriously. Otherwise, I got to get gone. Like we got to wrap this show up, and I got to figure <laughs> out where you- Kelly and Owen and I can get going. I would start laying the seeds right now that you're a Trump supporter. <laughs> okay. Oh, good point, Jeff. You better get a, one of those there upside down T's. Yes. What's well, not upside down? Oh, right. Not don't upside get down. the upside down one. <laughs> Sorry. No, right, right side up. That's a giveaway. <laughs> you, you won't fit in. <laughs> Sorry. Start laying the seeds now, Ian, that you might be changing teams. Okay. I mean, I'm already a registered Republican, so that can get me a little ways. Uh, they'll find a way to find, figure out how you voted. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. All right. You bet. Well. Oh, you're going to have to scrub every fucking podcast you were on. Oh, you might be fucked, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got to get yeah. gone. Well, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Late, now. late, late. Actually, you'll be even a better spot if you start laying the seeds now, right? Because you can be like, I was a former lefty, and I see the error of my ways now. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah so you're going to have to leave the show, unfortunately. Okay. So or it's going to be a, re- a redemption angle. Or <laughs> you can start laying them seeds here where it's recorded, you know, and finally be the dissenting voice we have to argue with instead of all agreeing mm. on the same thing. <laughs> or all you I, guys- will not prep for, I will not prep for that next week. <laughs> <laughs> So Grinch is offering you can go stay with him. He says the rednecks there can barely use the internet. So mm. <laughs> uh, you I, do uh, you do have to be careful, uh, b- possibly even being on this podcast. Um, my next story, I th- we've meandered into state news, <laughs> is a woman in Ohio who has been charged with murdering a quote unquote friend because he said he didn't believe in God. Mm? Yeah, the story is, and obviously there's not a whole lot of information there, but the story the police were told was that she became enraged after he said he didn't believe in God. She (laughs) shot him. They said that witnesses heard several gunshots. The guy managed to say, why did you do that right before he died? And uh, yeah, she she then ran across a field to hide the gun next to a large cross. (laughs) Jesus, save me from the law! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking that perhaps she might have had some kind of mental break. Because otherwise that makes no freaking sense. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I don't want to put words in her mouth, but the idea that she fervently believes in God and that this friend suddenly says he doesn't believe in God, um, she felt threatened. She, she thought she had to destroy the devil. Mm. Well, some people that have schizophrenia think that the voice in their head is God because it's kind of a running narrative with the church that God will speak to you. So they go, huh? Oh, I think it's pretty. Um, I think it's pretty safe yeah. to say that she's not mentally stable. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm with I'm with Ray on this one. It's, it's not our job to justify why this crazy oh. ass woman did this. Fuck her. I hope she burns. <laughs> I hope she burns in the electric chair. She did it because she's crazy and she believes in God. I don't have to worry sure. about her mental health. I make this God. joke every week. <laughs> But it never gets old. When's Trump inviting her for to, to get the medal? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she will be pardoned and given a medal. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kelly still has some friends and contacts in Finland. <laughs> well, Jared's going to Israel, I guess. And we'll have to go to England. I don't know if that's much better. <laughs> yeah. No, they, yeah. yeah probably that, not. That yeah. place is not where you want to be. I'm going to live in Ian's basement in Finland. <laughs> Make a make a make a trip and then live down there. A few other things in national news. I thought I'd I'd get to Justice Department is uh, dropping its investigation of senators. Remember the senators who uh, sold their stocks 
the moment they knew that uh, you know things were taking a turn. I was so fucking mad about this one. Yeah, James Inhofe really makes me mad. The others are equally as you know complicit in this whole thing, but I just really hate Inhofe so much. Oh, really? Just- because I hate that Kelly Loeffler. Mm, yeah, I just so- don't know that much about. She's married to the guy who runs the fucking stock exchange. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And then got on. Well, I didn't. I, I don't do anything. I don't know what's going on. This this is a political attack. They should not be allowed to own stock if they work in the the federal government. It should just should be a law. Oh god. I don't know how you'd enforce that. You have to sell off your stock when you become a representative. That's well. You yeah, have to hand know. it. You have to hand it over to a mutual fund investment firm, and you have no say in what they invested in. All right. They go. made Jimmy Carter sell his fucking peanut farm. They didn't make him. He did it because it was the right thing to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> had been with his family for generations, and he sold it because he was entering higher office, and he thought it was a conflict of interest. He's a good man. So I did just, just get an alert from CNN. Uh, Trump says that the GOP is going to be forced to find a new state to host their convention in because North Carolina is standing by their coronavirus measures and not going to allow uh, gatherings of crowds for the convention. Go to Texas. Go to Georgia. Yeah. So he wants to have thousands of people cheering at him. Doesn't care. I mean, literally yelling and screaming at him because they are not allowing him to fill the place. Absolutely making sure that COVID-19 spreads to everybody. Dude, how um, great would it be if when he finally goes up to speak, he does it via fucking satellite? <laughs> <laughs> they drop a big screen and he's in the bunker. Oh, look at this crowd. It's great. And everybody be like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, they would justify it. Fuck yeah, I ain't no pussy. <laughs> Bring them all in. Thousands of them. Oh, my God. I wonder how easy if, is this is to do to move into a new state and get a new place and all that shit. That's probably really freaking hard. So Grinch posted this in Discord, and I find it interesting. It's a it's a public service announcement uh, saying that for the people protesting, do not pick up these bricks. The government is trying to sell everyone bricks. They're leaving these bricks all around the city so <laughs> civilians can pick them up and use them as weapons so that they can then get martial law invoked. And at this point, I don't disbelieve that. I mean, it sounds crazy, but fuck, so does everything else. That specific picture, I mean, again, unless this is a real long game, those bricks have been in that lot uh, since late January. So that, but I have also seen footage on social media of uh, someone filming out of their window Mm. of a police truck that is unloading, unloading bricks in strategic places around the town. I did see that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, it's happening. It was curious. <laughs> There's another video. Oh, no, there it is. A- it's the second one. The second one is the one that, oh, yeah. that I have also. Yes. There's another video floating around of that people might think might have been an undercover cop trying to start some shit because uh, he was a white guy and he just started randomly breaking shit. And then some people came up to him and were like, what are you doing here? Why are you doing this? And he gave the old Manafort answer, like, well, with their standard, well, I'm, uh, and they just ran away. And like, nobody, and everyone's like, what was this guy? What was his deal? I mean, there's no concrete evidence, but people are like, it could have been a fucking cop. Hmm. Yeah, they're unloading bricks from the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. Well, where do you guys stand on the looting? Anti? Yeah, anti looting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, I wish, it, I certainly wish it didn't, you know, it didn't happen, but right. at the same I, time, I, 
the thing I, is- I can kind of understand it. Like, and, and the the one argument that really kind of sways me is the idea that, well, you know, you should protest peacefully. Okay, you yeah. you can't take a knee at a football game. No, nope, uh, not good you, enough. <laughs> you, you can't. Like, there's so many other things that are like, no, you can't do that. You can't. Well, all that is peaceful protests. And uh, the founding of this country, the whole Tea Party movement, it's based on the Tea Party. The the idea that there was a the, the Boston Tea Party that was violent looting that was not the, it wasn't governmental tea that these people threw into the harbor it was a privately owned company who had brought tea in from England and was going to sell it at a higher rate because it was being taxed exorbitantly that was their target right it's, those people had no other recourse they had been peacefully protesting and nobody <laughs> listened to them sound familiar <laughs> completely different yeah. <laughs> Now, it is, like Jeff said, it is destruction of property. Um, I, d- I will never get behind destruction of property and theft just because. But at the same time, the, the, I mean, I will always take the side of the protesters if, if you know, if nobody's getting hurt. Right. And the thing is that everything that everybody's saying is all true. There are peaceful, peaceful protesters out there. There are right-wing anarchists out there. There are left-wing anarchists out there. There are just plain old crazy pants anarchists out there. And there are, there are, are good people who are trying to do the right thing out there. All of these things can be true at the same time. Yeah, I don't understand why if the cop kills a black guy, well, you know, it's just one bad apple. But if... A, a fucking right. looter steals something. Ah, the fucking that, protesters. All of them should go to hell. Un-American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, listen, my deal with this is, on one hand, I'm like, oh, God, this is just going to give fuel to the right, you know, to only talk about this part. I mean, Jesus Christ, when Trump did his little speech the other day, mm-hmm. he spent like five seconds. Oh, it's a tragedy about George Floyd. It's very awful. Now let's get onto the looters and what pieces of shit they are yeah. and, and this and that, you know, and so I'm like, oh, stop giving them fuel. But on the other hand, I'm like, what else are you going to do? Right. I don't have- You've been marching base- in- Yeah. I don't have a basis for understanding what you have gone through. I cannot judge. Not my place. Not going to do it. I mean, the worst thing I've seen, which makes a lot of sense, is they're like, why can't you peacefully protest like Martin Luther King? He And then it just goes, he got shot. And I'm like, you're right. What difference does it fucking make? Go ahead and lose. I mean, j- do something different, I guess. I don't know what to, you know. People have not listened for too long. And now, instead of listening, they're being suppressed with and, and threatened with military force. This is yeah, not going to yeah. end well. Yeah, none of, the, none, none of these cops see beginning it. well either, though. No. True. I but they, yeah, they just don't see the irony in it when they're pepper spraying people and, and shooting them with rubber bullets. I guess, again, even I'm trying to understand all your points, and I, I, I do to a degree. I just none of, none of the, the outrage gets me on board for the looting. Mm. Like, I'm really upset about police brutality and, you know, we, we should work for justice for George Floyd. And while we're here, I could use some free stuff from Target. Let's break a window. But no, it, well, look, but they're different people doing it, though. Right. Don't, that, don't assume it's the same people. Right. I, right. I, I, I realize that a, a large part of the looting is done by people who are using the protest as a cover for their criminal activity. Right. Well, shit, there's white people fucking robbing that target. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, I understand the rage and the what. How many times does this need to happen? 
And, you know, and if we sit here and peacefully protest, well, okay, everyone will be like, well, we hear you, and then nothing will change. And somebody gets really fucking angry. And then, of course, there's some other guy goes, ding, I get myself a fucking TV. (laughs) You know, or one guy's like, ding, I can make these people look worse. Or, ding, I'm just fucking nuts. Let's break it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I was watching a video um, of, it was three black guys, one guy in his 40s, one guy in his 30s, and one guy who was 16 years old. And the 16-year-old had been running around breaking shit. And it was the three of them talking, well, yelling at each other. And the 46-year-old guy was just furious. He was just angry because of it's been, you know, decades of effort on his part that hasn't changed anything. The 30-year-old was yelling at the 40-year-old saying, shut up, you're not helping. And then he turned and talked to the 16-year-old. He goes, what we have done has not done anything. What we're doing right now has not helped. It's up to you, 16-year-old, to figure out what the next thing is that we can do that will fix this, because this, what we're doing, is not helping. I'm like, well, that's an interesting take on this. But, well, I mean, here's the other ultimate question. Does this change anything, what's going on right now? We're talking about it. We talk about it every time, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I think maybe the the message to the 16-year-old is is the, the way to approach it. Figure out another way, because this is not working. I mean, first, I mean, listen, and not to say that all the cops are bad, because I did hear stories about cops joining protests. I saw one where the chief of police went down and didn't bring any police with him and just talked to the protesters. Mm. I forget where that was. Flint, Michigan. (laughs) But ultimately, ultimately, they have got to retrain cops differently. Yeah. Yeah. Because they train – well, not not just that. That's even crazier, because that's Mm. all – isn't that all excess equipment that – the U.S. military had that they didn't need anymore that they sold like at cost. A lot of it, yeah. yes. But they train cops to like think everybody is out to fucking kill them. Yeah, and not and, just and, and, that, and, but I'm I'm very curious about the training of the police. I saw this on Twitter. Uh, pulled it up here. Nick Waters, at Digital Investigations. Uh, he does stories on Yemen and Syria and drones all over the place. He has been compiling examples of press, news crews, Mm. being deliberately targeted by law enforcement during these riots. Now, this is just during the protests that have been going on for the Floyd case. He is now up to, I think I saw 116 instances of where the police targeted press, the media, In several cases, most of the cases, there were no protesters around them, and they started shooting rubber bullets at the media covering the protests. Shit, they arrested that one CNN reporter live on TV. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, 116, and that's in counting, individual examples of the police targeting the news. That's not coincidental. No. No, they are absolutely, they're targeting the press because the press is recording what they're doing. Well, yeah. Hell, half of the other people in the crowd. Yeah, everybody's recording what they're doing. <laughs> and, and that's the problem. I mean, well, for them, that's the problem. I mean, this is nothing new. This has been going on all the time. It's just now that people have phones in their pockets that can take good video so you can see what happens. I think this is worse than what has happened previously. Like we've, uh, he's got pictures of cameras that have been hit by rub- like camera lenses hit by rubber bullets. So they're purposefully taking oh, out press. Yes, the media. I, yeah, I, I think the treatment of of minorities in this country is has been worse in the past, but has been better in the past. 
I, well, I think right, it is ramping right, up at the moment. But right it, now, I feel, and I've said this to other people, that this is a real witch's brew of things mm-hmm. going on between lockdown, the rate, the the mistreatment of black people with the police, and Trump in general, mm. just all swirling around and culminated into this. Yeah, and his his statements about the media being the enemy of the people. Is definitely partially responsible for this. Right. And when Grinch had a good point a little bit earlier, too, is that there's mass unemployment at the moment. People have time on their hands. Yeah. If you're not working- cooped up, want a chance to get out. If you're not working your three jobs, you know, to to try to feed your family, turns out you got a lot of free time. So, yeah, a confluence of crap. (laughs) Although, I mean- The number is up to uh, 124 now, by the way. Wow. I mean, that video is particularly disturbing because yeah. of the people pleading with the cops to stop. Like with uh, Eric Garner, I don't think anybody was pleading. It was still horrible to listen to because he was, you know, pleading with them. But this one was not only he was pleading, but it was like 15 people standing around like, please, for the love of God, get off of him. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I hear that the other three cops are going to be uh, indicted. He's on suicide watch, the main guy. Why? <laughs> Who the just f- let him is that your because well, no, he probably I mean, never thought in a million, million years he'd be in fucking jail for what he did he sure. was trained trained. To, I mean he's a piece of shit he obviously has no compassion I could not sit on a person and do that and listen to them plead for me I'd be off in one second J- Jesus I get mad when I accidentally kick my cat when I'm sleeping <laughs> alright well I mean my point is that he clearly thought that he was in the right is he having second thoughts now is he you know no he's, to- be, he's, he, look, he's probably gonna go to jail so that, Trump pardons him. I don't know what, what uh, <laughs> you know, but. Well, state charges, but yeah. I, I don't understand why he would be on suicide watch. It, clearly, he is the type of person that thinks he's in the right. Otherwise, he wouldn't behave that way. I don't know. Do they have death penalty in, in Minneapolis or in Minnesota? Well, it, he wouldn't be eligible for that. I can't imagine. He, di- oh, he did Yeah, they he have not manslaughter, seek, right? They don't have. They didn't seek him out and find him and put him down it this was not you know uh capital murder it, it was more than uh, third degree murder i think but it was not you know that far well i'm sure he regrets what he he's regretting what he did and that's probably why he's on suicide who the fuck knows what his mental state is yeah. i'm not crying a river for him i'm just saying <laughs> no. the one thing that i found very interesting is that floyd and this cop used to work at the same place they were both employed by a club as security mm. at the same time. So maybe I, there was a beef. Maybe it is capital murder then. I, I find I find that interesting. There's no evidence that I saw that they actually knew each other, but they were they had the same employer at mm. the same time. So it's likely that they knew each other. <laughs> that, well, thank so God. They say. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to make a dumb joke. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was kind of too. I was going to say, so when they say they put him on suicide watch, that means they've shut off all the closed circuit cameras and removed all the guards? Mm. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I've learned what suicide watch means. <laughs> maybe, he said, maybe he said, look, I want to go on suicide watch. I don't want to go on Epstein suicide watch, all right? <laughs> Where you watch me commit suicide? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I but I was going to say, it was like, I guess it's all worth it because Jesus, they got a criminal off the street who handed in a fake $20 bill <laughs> to a convenience store and w- might not even know that he did it. Yeah. <sighs> All right. A couple hey. other. Th- yeah. I was going to say thanks, Obama. A <laughs> 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 couple other things real quick. Uh, more on the lighter side. From 538, 
They, uh, again, a collection of polls of polls. They have an article about uh, most Americans have not stopped trusting scientists. I know we talk about all these different news articles and it seems like the country is just completely going to shit. But the number of people who actually do trust scientists has gone up in the last five years. Well, that's good. So I think it's just the stupid are more vocal. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And have the power. Yes. Uh I mean, I I appreciate the optimistic statistics, but if you want to tell me that a minority of Germans are part of the Nazi party, okay. (laughs) Look, worked out great. Everything worked out great for them. (laughs) Yeah, just because... No nightmarish episodes in their history. (laughs) There's a couple little differences there, but I see what you're saying. They had just been decimated, <laughs> and yeah. we're we're looking turned. We're not in that state. We just got a lot of dummies in this country. Yeah. So when they say that history repeats itself, I did find it interesting that we're having these you know, discussions and civil discourse and the the protests and the whole black versus white, and at the same time, we had a significant NASA mission, SpaceX, and NASA launching. Uh, and rocket in delivering astronauts to the, sp- the International Space Station. Uh, it's very similar to, you know, what was going on in the 60s. I don't know. It's just, do we have a land war in Asia that I should know about? Because <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have for the past, what, 30 years? <laughs> well, that's Middle East, not in Asia. Uh, that's true. It's still the Asian continent, though, isn't it? I didn't think that was part of the, no, that's not part of the, the Asian continent. I think Middle East is Asia. Well, that's what Jeff says. Uh-huh. I've always, con- it, I guess it's part of the continent. I've now yeah. always considered it a separate place, but sure. It's entirely well, different. <laughs> give it, give it time. Give it time. If this is the beginning of the space race, we got 10 years to go start a war with some Asian country mm. before China. we put a man on Mars. What China, China? South Korea. Let's, bring Rhetoric- J- let's, let's get back to war with Japan. Ah, nah, too much. There's too much financial ad- advantage to being their friends but besides i don't have a military can't fight somebody that doesn't have a military china that's who he's ramping up for well that'll be an easy one <laughs> don't they have like one battleship that they bought from us like it's 20 years old uh, they've got a billion more people than we do a billion with a b yeah can a billion people take out one drone i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> can if you pile them high enough because when well, you get yeah. a billion more, you can just pile up the bodies. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they do some World War Z shit and pile on mm. top of each other. Hey, Trump's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> Apparently. Who's going to stop him? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Nancy! <laughs> Apparently that's all we got. You know, that's what I love about these people on Facebook. They just cannot decide who the big bad villain is. Because they fluctuate between Pelosi, Biden... Sanders, all around. Mm. Who is it? We've lost interest in in Alexandria Casio Cortez. Yeah, I don't see a lot about her anymore. All right. And you know, Hillary is always in there in the mix too. Right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. She's her. Her and Obama are permanent. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's always. A, I always see the rap sheet. They put all the faces up mm. of the people. George Soros. You know. <laughs> Jared, how do you feel about Uruguay? As a place for where I can live in your basement? Yeah. Hmm. Mm, what's the weather like? Warm. Oh, it's excellent. <laughs> what's warm, I guess. If you like warm weather, is it then, humid? Then it's is it humid, though? Is it a dry heat? Is it a dry heat? I'm down. <laughs> I doubt it. It's not a dry heat. Mm, I'm going to pass. 
<laughs> All right. I would rather I be in a Scandinavian I mean, country where it's a little bit chillier. But I understand you. Yeah, I, I know you don't. Probably- their immigration policy is much stricter. Mm. I mean, if you want somewhere that we can get a you know considered residence with possible you know naturalization within the next one to two years, <laughs> we're looking at a Uruguay, Panama, a Belize, an Ecuador, something of you know somewhere in that. Mm. Like if you want to try to you know do this like an Ireland or a Finland or a Denmark move, <laughs> we we need to start. Five years ago. Yeah, I know, I know. Because they know that's the best place to go. <laughs> right. I hear Belize is nice for vacations, but... Right, well, that's what I'm saying. I think Uruguay has a really excellent national healthcare system, hmm. probably better than any other South American country. The selling point? Yeah, it's very clean because it's very low in, as far as industrialization goes. Hmm. I don't know. Just keep it in mind. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, in a pinch, I'll go anywhere. <laughs> All right. You know. But now that I'm thinking about it, Israel would be a dry heat for me. Mm, it would be. It's crowded over there, I hear. Yeah. I do have a final story, if that's where we're at. That is. All right. We haven't talked about Carol Baskin in, in a couple of episodes, but she was in the news again today. <laughs> What'd she have to? She, All you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> she won uh, Monday in a lawsuit against the Greater Winwood Development Company. She won um, uh, the Tiger King's zoo. She owns it now in court. Oh, okay. I thought... Uh... I thought old Jeff, what's his name, tore it down. They went and started a place somewhere new. They moved, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she didn't get the cats, but she got uh, cabins and vehicles in the land. She owns that zoo now. Yeah. Wow. Well, there probably ain't much there. I'm, if, if I know that other guy, Jeff, he probably stripped it. Burned it down, yeah. Yeah, I imagine he probably sold off as much of the assets as he could yeah. before she could get a hand on it. But good for her. What a... <laughs> what a... Uh, <laughs> Prostitute. What, a, what a prostitute to princess kind of story. She's like, you, you know, you miss like, prostitute to princess to murderer. To, yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's like pretty woman with a lot more killing. <laughs> and I also like the fact that Jeff could only burn down the stuff that Joe had not already burned down before he did <laughs> Apparently, you got to keep, you got to buy a lot of, a lot of meth and trucks for those straight guys to bang you. <laughs> they don't come cheap. <laughs> you talked about that dude's balls at his funeral <laughs> in front of his mother. <laughs> he called them nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> golden nuggets. Oh my uh. god! <laughs> All right. Uh, so thanks, Jeff. Uh, it is voting day. Um, we did talk about voting. I think prior to recording. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of all mail-in voted. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. It, Mine was a total success. Ian actually <laughs> mail-in voted. Uh, Karen and I, uh, we, we did the mail-in vote, but then actually took it to the uh, the building ourselves um, a, a week, couple weeks ago. Yeah, last weekend. And Jared did the email, the mail-in voting and then took it to his polling place today. So that uh, <laughs> that just to throw them off, I think. <laughs> Walk-in mail voting. I don't. Yeah, I I just kept looking at the damn thing. And I'm like, I gotta fill that out. And then today, I was just like, well, I guess I'm just bringing it there. Yeah, hope for the best. <laughs> and again, and like I said to to Ray and Karen before, I still don't understand how mail-in voting can be exploited because I went up there, I gave them my name. They're like, you're mailing, mm-hmm. and I was like, you damn right, I am, and here it is in my hand, blah out. And. uh they were looking at it and studying it and handling it like it was a bomb, but I wasn't allowed to vote twice. 
Yeah, the uh, who was it? It was Judge Janine who went through, well, here's how it could happen. And she did a scenario of how it could happen and just skirted it over it quite a bit. But it was still like six different steps that you would have to go through. And, and none of them are easy. She made it sound easier than it is, but none of them were easy in order to for you to commit voter fraud. And it got you one vote. Right. Like the idea that this is something that happens regularly is just, it's, it, it's not, it, it doesn't happen. All the investigations have shown it doesn't happen. There was, uh, what was it? The worst case was like 22 votes and they were all in Republican favor. So right. it was by Republicans. And yet it's My a Republican talking the, point for some reason. My favorite is the groups of teenagers that go around and steal all the ballots out of people's things, research all the nominees <laughs> that are out there. Fill them in, and then I guess re-put them back in the mailbox with stamps on them? Yeah. Well, even Trump said the private part out loud, though. He said that um, if mail-in voting becomes standard, there would never be another GOP candidate that wins. A lot of them have been saying that. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Kirk, uh, all the pundits. Yeah. Jesus Christ, the, Kaylee McEnany, the new uh, press secretary, yeah. has done it 11 times voted by mail. Yeah. yeah. They are, they are. I mean, is this really that scary for them? I mean, I didn't think that. I thought this would be more of an advantage for them. I would think so. In this climate, I would think so, because the old people certainly would be way more comfortable not leaving their houses. They're at a lot more risk to going to a polling place. But Yeah, but mail-in voting encourages more people to vote, and they know that if more people vote, the numbers are against them. Right. Really? Because I got to tell you something. No, that, well, it's, I, I, it's, used, it's used by the empirical evidence that we have right here. You young person got a mail-in vote and yet did not manage to mail it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the case. That's the case I'm trying to make here. I'm like, I'm assuming most people are like me. Yeah. And and I'll be quite honest with you. I sat there and I was like, what is even? I, I for a hot second, I was like, what is even fucking point of handing this in right now? <laughs> because of, because Joe Biden has already basically got the nomination. And that thought went away. I kicked myself in my own ass and filled it out and drove over there and handed it in and voted for one Bernard Tiberius Sanders. I don't know what his middle name is. <laughs> I'd like Tiberius. <laughs> well, because, but that's worth doing, though, because the more people that vote for him and the more people and the more um, delegates in his name right. are there, yeah. the more they can push the agenda to the left. So it gives him a bigger voice at the convention. I it, agree. I agree. Even though we know he's not going to win, that's fine. Um, I know we'll vote for Biden. I don't have a problem with that, but um, it it drives the conversation to the left more. What I do have a problem with is currently there's 21 percent reporting. Biden is at 77.8 percent. Sanders is at 18.7 percent. That's that's not 100 percent. Who could else could? Oh, it's Tulsi Gabbard. 3.5 percent. Yeah, still on my <laughs> ballot when I saw that. Yep. Who are these 3.5 percent of people? Come on. Well, I just don't like the old men. I want a woman. Because I'm all right. well, not a- looking at all. They all voted for Tulsi Gabbard as their girlfriend. <laughs> well, if you're voting for girlfriends and you have those three choices, <laughs> all right, I get it. But <laughs> Biden would not make a good gr- girlfriend. I'm just. Well, neither would Bernie. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. It'd still be a close pick. <laughs> From all reports, he's a, you know, a, a super serious, hard, hard wired lefty. Who d- doesn't have you know a social life? So <laughs> he lives his he, life for the country. He, he also not big on social niceties. No. <laughs> like, did you ever see that video of him where he's like, "Oh my god, I'm not the type of person that calls you on your birthday and says happy birthday, but I got a lot of shit for it. So now I call people and say happy birthday to him. All right. 
Let me get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anybody have anything else? I got a couple other options for Jared and I, but I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ian, as long as we got a nice workspace to work on our scams, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, uh, especially for you guys who can join us tonight. Really do appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, you could also join us. Go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash and uh, sign up there. Uh, again, we record on Tuesday nights right around starting right around 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you can't do that, you could still leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud or share the podcast on social media. Would appreciate that. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, we have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter account, at ProfaneArg. Uh, also, please check out other shows on the Soon To Be Named Network, which you can find at SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com. Shows on TV, comics, movies, Star Trek, you know, whatever. Although I, I hear that one hasn't been posted in a while. I don't know what you're talking about. There's plenty, <laughs> plenty for them to listen to on there. That on is that true. Star there Trek. are plenty. Primed effective, baby. Boo boo. I'm shooting guns. Phasers. I'm shooting phasers. Shoot. Uh, pew pew. <laughs> should be out soon, the newest one, but uh, listen along. It's a good time. Nice. Uh, again, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. <laughs> thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Tired of pretending, pushing out.